In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'm your host today, Tony Grubmeyer. Got a great guest for you. Uh, pen and paper, something to write with. Somebody who's uh, definitely doing it and figuring out the ins and outs of how to help you avoid all the pitfalls of running a business. He's an entrepreneur through and through. Married guy with four little girls and they've got big dreams. Between uh, competitive cheer, running a coaching business, and a bunch of other entrepreneurship endeavors. He thrives on effort. Please welcome the owner of a leading exterior cleaning company, Wash Authorities, Eric Wolf, to talk about tackling the hard things, dreaming big, and having some fun. How you doing, my friend? Doing good. Doing great. Well, hey, I got one question, and we'll get up Success Mountain together today. And don't worry, I'll go slow, because I know um, this is one time I can to lace up my snakes before you outrun me. Uh, what is your <laughs> definition of success? Uh, my definition of success is living the life that you dreamed of, fulfilling your purpose. So God has a purpose for you. And when you're fulfilling that and using your gifts and talents and all the ways that you can, that's success. That's being, that's where it's at. Whether it's making, you know, have an impact on other people's lives. That's, that's where it's at. Do you remember kind of when someone had an early impact on your life that kind of helped to shape some of the ways you think and do business today? Yep. Yep. So, uh, when I was in high school, I met my uh, high school sweetheart, which is now my wife, Karen, her father-in-law or her dad, sorry. He taught me a lot about, uh, about life, you know, and how to interpret things. And, and, um, he's made a huge impact on my life for sure. So can you give me an example? Maybe that would help everybody get an understanding. So when we first met, you know, we, we'd go and I'd hang out with her and stuff. And the first time I walked into their house, I looked on the wall and he had a state trooper picture of him as a state trooper on the wall. And as a high school kid, I'm, I'm getting, I'm like, you didn't tell me your dad was a cop, you know? So, so that was a little intimidating, but, uh, but what he did was is one day after church, he took me on the back porch and said, Hey, I want to teach you something. And he goes, I want to tell you about God and stuff. And I'm like, well, I know that God exists and I know all that, but he goes, no, 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 this is different. And so we sat and talked and he, and, um, Basically, he told me how, how Jesus makes a difference in your life. And if you accept him in your heart and then confess him with your mouth, then he makes a difference. And um, he said your life would be different from here on out. It's not perfect, but it'd be different. And so um, from that point forward, he was like, yeah, I, feel, I don't feel any different right now. But, uh, but I noticed they, you know, I, kinda, I just started learning and reading the Bible more and learning more about it. And um, it's really made a huge impact when I follow those principles. And, and what I'm doing. So I'm super thankful for that, that seed that he planted and the directions has taken me because I never would have thought I'd be doing cleaning. You know, I did engineering before I did this. And uh, when my wife came home and said, Hey, my friend said, if you want to, because I traveled a lot and being away from my girls was tough and missing first steps, first words. Uh, my wife came home from work one day and said, Hey, my friend says you should clean windows. And I'm like, 
I'm an engineer. I don't clean windows. You know, I kind of thought it, you know, thought small of it. And I didn't even know someone could make a full-time living. And now we employ 12 people and we've been, I'm just grateful for the, you know, we work hard, but we've been blessed at the same time. So, Well, I don't know what you had me more at. Uh, State trooper, you know, takes me out back and says he wants to teach me something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, Um, right? Or, uh, you know, I, I love the the description too, right? So, so many times people get the, the whole, let me teach you or, or let me share with you. And they, they turn that and they make it really complex and difficult. The second piece that you talked about, you know, once, you know, explain a little bit about God to you. Um, you said you don't really feel different, right? At first, right? Because like, I'm just taking a little bit of what you said and a little bit of what I kind of been through myself. You know what? Like, very rarely do you ever feel something different from something you can't feel or touch? Right. Like if you, if you scratch a lottery ticket, win or lose, you kind of get it. Like you can feel it. There's an emotion there. Right. Right. But God's the biggest jackpot you'll ever have. Right. And so we got to keep scratching and cause he's always there, never leaves us. And that's one thing that I've been um, sure of on my journey on my walk is that uh, even though I felt distant, I always felt that uh, maybe I was doing wrong. God was always there loving me regardless. And that's the one great lesson I think that you were taught that day regardless of of what i want he delivers exactly what i need so i just want to say thank you for sharing that good words this uh this yeah. day to, to talk about all right so you got a business there's uh there's 12 of you got some girls got a high school sweetheart and uh you got rid of your engineering you know kind of dream and desire to go get a window cleaning business and cleaning <laughs> exteriors so tell me and talk to me a little bit about kind of the whole process of planning from like getting, getting a a business kind of idea concept off the ground and up and running. How long did it take you from kind of seeing it until realizing, man, I can actually make some money with this? Well, what I did was, so in engineering, I was traveling a lot. So um, I'd be gone a week to 10 days at a time and be home a few days and then do it again. So whenever my wife said, Hey, you should do this. I'm I'm always resistant to new ideas. I kind of like to stick with what works, you know? And so one day she comes up and she says, Hey, my friend, he wants you to go clean his windows. I was like, I don't even have a squeegee. I don't even have a ladder. So I go to, I go to Lowe's and I pick out the squeegee and I, I rent a ladder. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's whatever. So I rent a ladder and I do this house and it takes me like 14 hours and I make like six bucks an hour. I'm like, this, this is for the birds. You know, when I come home, I'm just like, this is, this is crazy. And, um, so over time, I just kind of started joining Facebook forums and groups and stuff and learning and YouTube videos. And, and um, so when I'd come home on the weekends or when I'd be home, I'd, we'd pick up some accounts or do some commercial cleaning. And we picked up Aldi's and Arby's and Panera Bread's and Walmart's. And so those are a lot of night work. So when I'd come home, I'd do that. And uh, before I knew it, we had about, I think it was 35, 36 accounts. And at that point, we were kind of like, all right, uh, let's do this full time. You know, I had at the time I had four girls in daycare. Nobody was in uh, school yet. And so I'm like, all right, when spring comes, we're going to go full time into this. And we're going to and we've been doing it for about a year at this point. And uh, that fall. We were kind of set up to, uh, with my engineering, if I hit a certain number, I'd get a, uh, I'd get a bonus. Well, that bonus didn't happen. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay, you know what? 
I'm done. It's September. It's September, but I'm like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm ready. So I called my wife. I said, all right, you ready to do this? She, she was, she was born ready. She's like, let's go. So I said, okay. So that day uh, we went out and we said, all right, I, I put him a two weeks notice. We went full time. Literally the next day, there's a uh, national window cleaning company called Fish, and they have several locations across the country. And um, there was a local office here, and they had a lot of accounts and stuff that we would try to go in and get, and they had them. But literally, I put my two weeks in. That next day, we get a call from McAllister's, and they said, hey, we need somebody to clean our windows. And I said, okay. They said, well, this Fish, I guess they shut down their local office. So literally within a week, we picked up almost 25 more accounts. So that was kind of like, all right, this could be awesome. This could work out really well. And so, and ever since then, it's just, it's just kind of, it's one of those things where you you do it and then you look back and you wonder, you know, the, the journey, like, how did I get from there to there? You know, it happens what seems like so fast, but, uh, but that's kind of that in a nutshell, how we're that there. So. I love the fact that the, the picture was painted beautifully. It took me 14 hours, did some windows, went to Lowe's, got some ladders, did some stuff, made six bucks an hour. I'm like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> but you said something and I, I want to I want to hone in on just this because if you're listening right now as an entrepreneur or business owner and you're like, you know, it's just not going to work out for me in the long term. You know, how do I do it? Well, the goal is nothing happens overnight. So you got to stay the course. And so, you know, Eric's talking today. And if you heard it, he said, you know, he got better. You know, he started watching YouTube videos. He started looking for opportunities before you know it, got more accounts and why he stayed consistent and persistent. Fish, they, they end up losing a location or two. Next thing you know, hey, Eric's out there hustling, doing the work, right? Say it's all about opportunity and you can only have the right opportunity come when you're ready for that opportunity. So he was working, 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 and then he got more accounts. And he wasn't talking about small little accounts like, you know, Tom and Jane Smith down the street. He's talking about national chains, Walmart, you know, Arby's, those types of places. Next thing you know, you realize, whoa, what happened? Well, he was at the right place at the right time doing the right thing and it paid off. So stick around. We're going to stay right where we're at talking to uh, this special guy today, Eric Wolf, talking about the opportunity. And when it's right, it's right. We'll be right back on the Beef of Hill podcast show. Since Tony's taking a break, let's take one together. Did you know a healthy adult can draw in about 200 to 300 cubic inches of air in a single breath? (laughs) Those are some big lungs. But at rest, we only use about 5% of that inhaled volume. So apparently, we're phenomenal at recycling. Well, I just armed you with some useless information. So let's get back to Tony, who's going to arm you with some useful information. All right, we are back on the Beef Fulfilled Podcast Show, uh, coming down Success Mountain today with the one and only Eric Wolf. Runs a, a very successful exterior cleaning business. He's got his why, like he said, in front of him, all around him, and he, he knows why he's here. And he and he remembers that conversation really, really clear about the time his father-in-law at the time just pulled him aside, even when he was in high school, soon to be father-in-law. Says, hey, let me tell you something. And he's taken that kind of little gem and he's used that and polished it every single day. And uh, he works hard, plays hard, has a good time. You know, what's something that you've overcome uh, in in this really challenging year for so many individuals? 2020 has been very difficult. And as we get ready to, you know, if you're listening in 2020 or 2021, the opportunity and the obstacles are always challenging because they're different for every individual. What's something that you learned this year that's been really helpful for you? 
So I've thought about this and um, to be honest and real, there's a point. So our business, we grew. There's a little backstory, I guess I got to kind of put to it to get where we're at. Right. So, you know, we started not knowing if we can make a full time living doing this and we started becoming really successful, you know, in our minds, successful. Right. And uh, we had a team in place. Everybody's doing their thing. And we didn't have to really drive as much. You know, we were getting the money in. Uh, we got comfortable and we started spending our money on silly stuff. And um, even though we're making good money, again, you know, we are we're spending money where we shouldn't have been. And uh, so we got leveraged out pretty hard. So coming into this year, really, by the end of last year, into this beginning of this year, you know, at the end of last year, we had a hard time. We we had to start our whole team from scratch. We started over again. One, because we had a lot of financial pressures, a lot of loans and stuff that we had to pay. And when it come into the new year, we were like, I don't know how we're going to make these payments every month. And with COVID, when it hit, you know, we we're fighting, we're clawing. We, we pivoted, we started doing sanitation and different things, which helped, but we ended up getting these grants for, you know, the, the SBA grant, the $8,000 SBA grant. And uh, we got a $10,000 women owned uh, grant. And so those grants today, I could say we have all those loans paid off because of the grants and, and the, and the sanitizing. So what we did is we pivoted, you know, and it was hard, but it was like, it was uncomfortable because I have, I have the engineering background a little bit. So I kind of know the chemistry and stuff with the sanitation, but there's also certifications that you have to have with that. And that's a huge thing that we had to overcome because we started the year, not knowing if we were going to make it to the end of the year, if we were going to have to file bankruptcy or if we we're going to have to do something, but we pivoted and we worked through it. And, um, and I'm just thankful that, it, you know, it worked out. Can you uh, make me a huge promise? Yeah. You'll never stop fighting the way you just explained. Uh, like you just explained what every one of us has an opportunity, right? And that is just to keep pushing forward. Like your stories, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta stay the course. Number two, you could always file BK. And I'm not here to tell you that it's, it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying you could always. Right. But you chose not to, you chose, you got in the mess, you found a way to get through the mess you did something that most people forget to do, which is look at what's going on around them and make adjustments. That's what pivoting is, right? If you've ever played sports, mm -hmm. been on a basketball court, and I I'm six foot six, so you hand me the ball, my foot's down. If my 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 strong foot is where it needs to be, okay, I got options. But if I'm moving around and I don't got a pivot foot anywhere around, I can't make any adjustments. I'm probably going to travel and, and, and lose the ball. So I really love the fact that you slowed down enough to see, hey, one year into the next, here's what we got to do. Now, as we get ready to get into the next year, that same mindset's going to carry you and it's going to make you stronger. And that lesson that you learn, you can go mentor and coach because, you know, it sounds like you do that already, but you can help others because that that's really what life is, man. A four by four relay race. You know, I want to hand you the baton, let you run for a little while. Let me stop because I'm tired. Then next thing I know before that race is over. The team comes back together and we all celebrate. So I'm really, really proud of you, Eric. I don't know if you've been loved on lately, but, you know, keep your head up. Don't, don't, uh, don't give up, you know, but go up. That's one yeah. thing I also 
I've learned a little bit on this journey is the ability to uh, acknowledge, you know, I need help, you know, cause I can't do, I can't do life on my own. And if I do, I'm probably going to be isolating in a really bad way. So I really appreciate you sharing some lessons with us today. What's on the horizon now that you've got a new, a new part of your business, the sanitation. And really, I think that's a huge part. I mean, I've seen so many new businesses uh, flip that switch cleaning differently the way the chemicals or no chemicals, but just like now they've got this whole sanitation aspect to their business. You know, do you clean garbage cans by any chance? Um, we've had the opportunity. We don't have the, they have a complete setup. That's kind of a niche that kind of does that, but we don't do the the bin cleaning. No, no, I see that. Cause it comes like, it's crazy. It comes through my neighborhood about, I don't know, once a month. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be the truck. I don't want to be the house with the, at the very end of the day, getting their, their stuff clean. I want to be that, that. I want to get the guy in the very beginning, like first 10 houses or so. And then the rest, uh, you know, but yeah, I interviewed uh, a woman on this show not too long ago, and she runs a, a cleaning uh, business that focuses on uh, sanitation of garbage cans and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, what I just want to tell you, man, you're an entrepreneur through and through. You can hear it. You know, engineering may have been what you wanted, but you found your passion and your purpose. And I know that you're out there doing good and helping people. Tell me something that you're reading these days. Um, I actually got a book. It's uh, I think it's called the 12 week year. Logan just referred it to me. And um, so I just downloaded that and I'm really excited to get in on that. But, uh, but what I'm going through right now is a 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. So, so I'm learning a little bit with that. So I'm excited. There's always, I'm always learning. So that's one thing about cleaning is you can throw your, when you're out in the field, you can throw it in and do your thing or you're working out and you can always listen and read. So. Oh, I like it. He, he, he mentioned Logan Fields, great guy over at the All right. Hey, Eric, what I want to do is I want to bring you into the fulfillment round. There are a bunch of random questions, no rights, no wrongs, but I do encourage you to make it up. If you don't know the answer and play along, have some fun. <laughs> okay. All I need from you is I am ready and I'll take care of the rest. Okay. I am, I am ready. ready. All right. Pay attention, kid. This uh, thing goes fast, so buckle up. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine, no digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicas. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The fulfillment round brought to you by shipoffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? What would your wife say is your biggest flaw? My biggest flaw is finishing it. I'm very good at starting things and getting it right to 90%. And then she would say that my biggest flaw is just finishing. And that's where she comes in to push me over the edge to make sure that it gets done. (laughs) All right. I love it. When you're out working, it's just you and uh, you're doing your thing. What kind of music are you listening to? I'm actually listening to... uh, podcasts and books. I listen to a little bit of music, but really it's mostly podcasts and books. So Do you have if, any if favorite podcasts? Um, well, I guess I like the, uh, the growth podcast, the Josh Latimer podcast and listen to that. Um, and honestly I like fitness and stuff. So the mind pump podcast, I listen to a lot as well. So no, I love it, man. And I'm, I'm glad to have you here. And I heard that this is your very first podcast opportunity too. So congrats. Right. And I'm thankful for that. Thank you. What what kind of food would I find you uh, as your specialty in the kitchen? What would you be cooking? I'd be cooking chicken breast, Brussels sprouts, steak. <laughs> you know, All that's right. that's pretty much it. That's the I staple like in our house. So. so a fitness guy, 
into cooking, having a good time, listening to growth opportunities and podcasts, got some new books, got some new resources, married to a high school sweetheart, got some girls, and you spend your time at cheer. What has cheer taught you going to cheer and just kind of seeing that whole thing over the years? Uh, so our girls, honestly, you know, I, I did uh, wrestling in high school and college. So when my wife said that they were going to do cheer, I thought what our girls call it, like the robber, I reach here, like you're on the side of the football field or whatever and cheering them on, which is great. And um, when when they said we're going to do it, I was like, well, that's good. But I did not realize how much work these girls put in. So my oldest girl's 12. So I got 12, 11, um, nine and six. So they're all, you know, pretty young, but literally they're at it for seven, eight, nine months out of the year. They're practicing. And when they start doing the flips and the somersaults and seeing those results, I don't know, I'm just, you know, everybody has their thing and their talents and you need somebody to kind of push to get them out of you, you know? And so my oldest daughter, she was really shy. And when she got into cheer, she's just she's just a light right now, you know. And and that's something that cheer, you know, I see that being a deal for her. And there's things that we all do that it brings the light out in ourselves, right? So uh, that's that's what cheers taught me, I guess. So. Love it, man. Well, hey, Eric, thanks so much for stopping by the show. His name is Eric Wolf. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do. Choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.